I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here with brilliant minds that I recruited to talk about our topic today, and I got the most brilliant minds to talk about it. First off, we've got the doctor himself, Dr. Whale, Dr. Shamu. Hello, hello. And joining him today to do all sorts of crazy evil antics is the one and only Linian. He's totally lying. We were not the people he wanted, but we are the people he got, so... Just thumbs Are you up, kidding? Man. When I decided on this topic, I didn't have two other names in my head at all. That's This topic and you two and kind of me are absolutely made for each other. So as you guys have seen from the title, we're getting when we get to the topic, we're going to be talking all sorts of levels of spice to the point that it's going to be like a habanero up in here. We're going to be carolina reaper levels of spice this episode it's going to be great and that's why i wanted shamu and linian on because you guys are famous for it i'm famous for it it's our favorite thing in the world but other than that like before the topic what have you guys been up to i think draft is over now or at least the yeah, first yeah, part did yeah, you guys make yeah. it to playoff we barely not failed in time breakers Ah, uh, yeah. gotcha. Was it a four-way tie, I think, for... Yeah, like, and our three? differential was not great. Yeah, yeah, and our differential was just not great. Our first three weeks, we lost, and then we just completely reverse windswept out. Again, it was the Wulu. The Wulu did it. Really? Yeah. That Wulu was hilarious. did get on like, the kill board. <laughs> it did. That's, that that's was not, that so was, hilarious. Like, am I kind oh, of upset? Yeah, but at the same time, like... Hey, like, we, we, we kind of, we fixed our record. We got a kill with Lulu. I can't be upset about that. <laughs> Darn right. Yeah, I was pretty close in my end. Um, I you, had you one under my belt. You were pretty close to a zero win season. I'm, I'm surprised you, uh, I was, it that way. I, I, I was through it. Later on, I was actually really upset by the fact that I won that first battle. Because then it could have been, like you guys said, it could have been clean. It could have, yeah, a clean <laughs> 0 and 8. Like, clean 0. 
Moral of the story, kids, have a plan when you draft. Because that doesn't work if you don't have one. Take it from me. Just trust me on this one. Go back and look at my fights. I'm a scrambling piece of mess just trying to scrape my way to victory, and it never works. So, <laughs> yeah. Sh- Sh- how, oh, many, well. how many different variations did we have for draft day before ours came up? Because we had, like, nine different tracks. Uh, I think, I think, like, we had, a, like, a very good, like, idea of the first, like, I think five because we had doubled back-to-back, and once, essentially once we mm-hmm. got around first round, we were like, okay, our primary pick was there, we got that, we got our second primary, and then after that, people had to react. And then after mm-hmm. that, we got our second picks. Nice. I think, I no, I think, um, did we even, no, we, I think it was after. We were after saved our thir- from ourselves, uh, after third <laughs> and fourth, we lost pin-curchin. one. Yeah, someone got pin-curchin, that was the one that thing that messed us up, was we lost that, but after that, it was just like, okay, everything else, we pretty much had a good grasp on, I think someone took one on thing or like at the very end but like everything mm-hmm. like we had ideas of what we wanted in each tier and then once we got like a- after like a certain point we're just kind of like okay what's left let's just make this work that's fine that's fine we got our type like we didn't really have much issues with our draft and then we realized we-, we had a lot of issues with our draft but they were quiet <laughs> ones <laughs> yeah it was just more like this thing that fills our thing does not really do what we wanted to do uh i know that feeling and then the the <sighs> the uh, Claude Sir meme just wasn't good enough. It was it just like it didn't it, work. It, it, it yeah, Wulu was a better option. Absolutely, hands it, down, the better option. It got a kill. I don't know if Claude ever did. To it be got honest. a kill. It did. It did. Yeah, yeah. Wulu got a kill last game. <sighs> That's so. We just policy Wulu. Well, like more spice like that later we, in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, that. You're hearing it from us, all us people who are out of the draft, so we get to pleasantly watch as everyone else finishes off everything and we'll eventually crown the champion for each, what is it, conference, group? I don't, whatever. There's whatever each it league. Is. There's each league. League, that's the word. Within them. I couldn't remember what the right word was. But yeah, we'll have the champions of each league and it'll be awesome. I'm super excited to see how the remaining remainder goes. But we're going to hop it from here that was a pretty good introduction and we're gonna hop over to tier time and find out what on earth has been going on in the smogon ladder for the last month and we'll be right back now it's time to see the results of this month's blood sweat and tearing and we're back we're starting with the most boring one as always because that's just how we do here Except it's a little bit not as boring this time because there's a lot of murmur and discussion and planning for DLC 2, The Crown Tundra, when we get all of our Ubers back. So we're starting off with the Uber tier, and it's going to be a problem when all of these things come back, like the Xerneas, the everything else, all the new Pokemon that we get from this. There's a lot of discussion about what to do about the Dynamax issue. And in Ubers, there's a Dynamax clause that lets you do certain things so long as they didn't start out as an Uber. Mm-hmm. So th- think the difference between QRM Black and QRM White. QRM Black started as regular, started in OU, and then became Uber later, meaning it still is allowed to use Dynamax, while QRM White is not. It's complicated. Oh, yeah, that, that is. That sounds uh, pointless and requires a knowledge of history that a new player may not have. 
And that is exactly the reason, among other things, why they're talking about just doing away with Dynamax and Ubers altogether. Because it makes it so you have to study that tier, when previously Ubers has been, by design, among the more simple tiers to ever dive into, because nothing is not allowed. Yeah, I don't... So, yeah, why, I didn't even know they did that, and that just sounds kind That's too... Like, okay, if they're going to do that, if, like, if they're even going to allow that, they need to, like... That, that's too complex for Smogon. Like, they, they never do something mm-hmm. that complex. Right. Like I don't th- And this was a good experiment. It got them through yeah. DLC 1. But with all the legends coming back, or a lot of them at least, and, you know, most of them won't be able to Dynamax with how this rule works, but it'll just change the landscape too much. There, There's a, a lot of discussion from a lot of the council leaders up at that level of just doing away with it entirely when DLC 2 lands. So that'll be something to look out for. And, I mean, that's Ubers. It's not news now, but it's news for something in the, be, uh, in the near future. Yeah, I'll keep an eye yeah. out for. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we still haven't gotten a trailer on when Crown Tundra comes out yeah, or anything. We haven't gotten any new information. Yeah. Sigma's been throwing around a conspiratorial theory where the birds in Go being re-released is kind of hinting towards it, but I don't think it holds water. We know nothing. They just kind of do their own thing. We so. know nothing. So hopping from there down a tier, we're headed to OU and the Cinderace retest that was promised is happening right now. And they're retesting the bunny by discussion. And with me having run on the ladder a little bit, trying it out, trying it not out, other such things, it's most likely going to remain banned. I'm so sorry, guys. P. McGee, Linny and you two. I'm so sorry, guys. It's it's probably going. Are they going to retest it after Crown Tundra? Because that's so different. <laughs> Entirely possible. They have not ruled that out at all. I feel like they wouldn't retest Especially... and retest again, though. So it's going to be a bit at the very least. Right? That's why I'm It'll like, this was at the worst possible time. They needed to just stick it back in with Crown Tundra, let it go. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have been fine. Yeah. Oh, well. They kind of had... They'd broken a precedent one way, and to keep themselves in check... Uh, as far as like the council stuff, they fulfilled their promise saying they would retest it now as the next thing as soon as possible. So I'm glad they're keeping their word and not just starting to quick ban things that are kind of on the fence. That's a good thing. It's plus and minus. I know that um, Finch did a whole huge video kind of explaining the reasoning behind it. So it's on YouTube. You can look it up and he explains a lot of the reasoning behind why the council made the decisions that they did and when. So it's good. But anyway, the next couple things on the radar for what might be the next suspect, one of them might even happen just depending on timeline before uh, Crown Tundra comes out. And that could be Urshifu, specifically single strike yeah. in case that wasn't clear. Yeah. I I, uh-huh. I, I know there was a lot of talk about it when it first came out and it kind of went under the radar for a bit. Mm-hmm. When you're having to compare it to things like Magirna and even Cinderace, it's much less prevalent. But, you know, Clef was at 30% usage, which is kind of a lot of things were that. And uh, now it's at 45 because of Urshifu, like being completely transparent. Urshifu's existence mandates Clefable on half the teams because otherwise you just crumble. That's one thing that can actually stand up to it. Other things just... Even Dark Resists can't. Like, Mandibuzz folds. 
Corviknight folds, which is something that could absorb a blow or two. Corviknight there aren't a lot of sturdy dark, but yeah. It doesn't resist either, but you can kind of use use it to just be bulky and pressure stall it, but even then, like it it just cracks, it crumbles. The dark resists don't resist fighting, the fighting resists don't resist dark. And it basically is mandating not only the clef, but a dark resist plus regenerator core. So when you predict wrong on the regenerator, you can switch out and heal yourself back up. It's mandating that build core on a lot of non-hyper-offense teams, which is why people freaked out about Toxapex, you know, because, it oh, it's everywhere, it's hard to break, and it's I see it all the time. Yeah, that's because it's required to be on every team, along with Amoongus and Tangrowth and Clefable and everything. But yeah, I'm... I'm ranting again. Because actually, just a regenerator <laughs> core clefable, then like three attackers of your choice is what it comes down to at that point. Uh huh. And then one wild card. Yeah. Or your own Urshifu. But Why yeah, would you it's not. It's Urshifu. It's warping. It's warping everything around itself. So, it, I'm glad people are finally seeing it. Especially people who make YouTube videos are seeing it and saying it. So, Look, that's just it- me. There's a really good check for Urshifu. Every Urshifu also runs combat to fight other Urshifu. And if that's good enough for Landorus, should be good enough for the bear. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> Not wrong. I mean, people have started running Comfey in OU because triage is a plus three to anything that heals you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you can bypass the sucker punch and heal off of it and... It doesn't matter how fast or slow you are. You triage Draining Kiss it, and that's what they use to knock it out. What is Comfey doing up here? It's all because of this dumb thing. But there's other such trends going on. I wrote this wrong in the notes. And one big trend is that heavy-duty boots are being slapped on everything in the world. So uh, a little peek behind the curtain here. He put Rocky Helmet on everything as the new trend, and that is a very different sentiment. Yeah, Very different. I mean, that being said, that's also there for the reason of Urshifu and U-Turn, but mostly... It's it's a result of Urshifu with the whole thing we were talking about before, cleft parallax. So you Mm -hmm. have your free pivots without... And they don't take any chip damage from switching in, so they don't get penalized by hazards. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the coolest funny things I've seen is unaware Clefable running heavy duty boots. So you Dude. see it switch in and it looks like oh, magic. Card. Oh, 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 that's oh, yeah. funny. That is funny. That's actually, a, that's, I like that actually. That is a good tech. That, yeah, that's a, mind that's game a meme thing. type thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, do I set up on it? it <laughs> I don't know. Do I set uh, up on that's it? A, yeah. It totally looks like it's just got magic guard. Jokes on you, sucker. <laughs> Like, Can you see it take a sandstorm it's, chip? It's oh, like a hmm. false front. It's like, I know back in a while, like a couple years ago, like, uh, I would use Specs Galvantula lead. You don't expect Specs, oh. you just expect Sticky Web. So then when uh-huh. you click Thunder Turn 1 and it kills you, you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, exactly. But but yeah, there it's, it's hurting hazard stack teams a lot. Yeah. Which is fine. I've also seen teams doing something a little bit weird, and that's uh, heavy-duty boots is being run on a lot of stealth rock weak things. So it's making the rocks less powerful overall than spikes are, because a lot of other yeah. things aren't mm-hmm. aren't running the uh, the boots if they're not directly weak to rocks. So I've been seeing offensive teams forego stealth rock entirely, and 
only have a spike setter. Because they do more bang for your buck if the target is grounded. Because if it's weak to rocks, it's not going to be doing... That, yeah, like... You see a Volcarona or like a Rotom, it's more likely to be heavy duty boots than not, and then your stealth rocks aren't doing anything. And right. it's like spikes do better damage to more op, as you're saying, more options. Cause there's any, mm-hmm. also, cause they, the, those, those more options are gonna be running boots because they're, it's, they're not weak to rocks. Right. It cracks open the Pharaoh, uh, Toxapex type cores a little bit more. Um, so that's that's an interesting trend that I've been seeing. There's also a lot of other weird stuff going on, especially because the OLT just finished up. There's a lot of funky trends that come out of those every single time they happen. Things like Colossal on offensive teams being used as both a stealth rocker and spinner, kind of like Excadrill, but in a weird, different way. Uh, Scorch is seeing use as a Volcarona counter. Arcanine is seeing use as a Volcarona slash Cinderace counter. My, one of my favorites are Heavy Duty Boots' Sticky Hold Gastrodon. I hate that. That's fair. It's so great. I love it because Water's it's a knockoff yeah. absorber. Water's not super prevalent as far as I can tell, other than Toxapex and uh-huh. like maybe Rapid Strike Urshifu. So it's like mm-hmm. no real and reason. And Primarina, too. Oh, Primarina. Yeah, mm-hmm. Primarina exists. But even then, you don't see that on, like, you see Toxapex on every team, but you're not worried about it, like, sweeping you with water. Like, yeah. like the only thing I would be worried about is Primarina. And, it's just, and even then, you run clear smog on the Gastrodon, yeah. so you get rid of all of its boosts, yeah. and you recover off everything. It's just like, and, yeah, so there's no real, like, you could run the like, Storm Drain or Water Absorb for just the option of, like, healing and just having the immunity, but, like, if it's not super prevalent, why why bother? Uh-huh. Oh, why bother? Oh, I don't exactly. think it's bad. I just no, uh, don't no, like I'm, the no, idea I'm, of, like, a slug oh. in boots. Oh, no, a no, I get it. A slug in boots that are <laughs> adhesed to it. Well, I'm more like yeah, going into like just, why it, what, yeah. what the mentality behind it is because that's like there's no re- like it's the same thing with the with the stealth rocks and spikes. There's no reason to run stealth rocks because everything is running heavy duty boots. So why just may as well just run spikes, right? Uh-huh. And then eventually, uh, your heavy duty boots use drops off because no people are using stealth rocks, so stealth rocks becomes more uh, viable. It's called uh-huh. a, a dynamic equilibrium, and they're the fun. It's life. what an actual meta is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But another trend I've seen is special defensive Tyranitar. I've loved that thing until until Cinderace came back, but can't use it yet. Not until it's rebanned. Uh, choice banned Rhyperior to just blow holes in your opponent's team. Yeah, Rhyperior does that. <laughs> yeah. Infestation Tangrowth to trap things, including other Tangrowth. That's funny, um, actually. Substitute Dragapult has taken off again. Either Hex Substitute or Dragon Dance Substitute. Uh, I kind of understand There's stuff. also... Yeah. Yeah, it's really good for just blocking everything, really. Especially if you combo with Leftovers or Boots, even. I've seen Boots Pult. I've used Boots Pult because you U-turn all over the place, and it's great. And also, there's a Grudge one, which we'll go over later. That's yeah, that, a, that was more interesting to me. That was the one. Yeah. Like, you don't see that move pop up often. Yeah, I did. And so on the what it did, I thought it was spite. <laughs> yeah, it's kind. Yeah, of, I did too when I first ran it. It's kind of like spite, but we'll, we'll get into it a later. little bit. Yeah. So on the spice rack for OU is something that I've seen, I've loved. I haven't tried it, but I've seen it. It's colossal with heavy duty boots because it's a fire type, and for the ability, you can choose one of two. Uh, 
either flame body to try and catch random burns on things or flash fire just to be flat out immune to fire. Um, I personally like flame body to switch it in on random U-turns. EVs are big bulky boy, 248 HP, 8 attack, 180 defense, 72 special defense, a lot of defense kind of mixed around otherwise, relaxed nature with rock blast, stealth rock, rapid spin, and flamethrower. It's just kind of neat. I like it. It's cool. You can catch burns. You can set rocks. It's a fire type that's different. It's, I like it. It's a good physical pivot with flat with flame body too. So you again, you like with U turns, you, you have a physical pivot that can burn the physical attacker that are attacking you. Yeah, like it, that's nice. And there's a lot of moves that make contact. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's kind of OU. Give that colossal a try. It's kind of a little bit memey. We're getting we're gonna get to more memey stuff later, but I've seen it on really high ladder battles, and it works really well on offensive teams. So give it a shot. It's fun. And hopping down a tier. Uh, why don't you take us away, Linian? Why don't I? They ban Jirachi. <laughs> now, normally a ban may be tight, and it may be pretty close. This was not. This was not one no. of those instances. 81% of people wanted Jirachi gone. Less than one in five people was like, this thing's fine and Meteor Beam is okay. Uh, I wasn't why, <laughs> but like, hey, now it's got special options. Yeah. They unbanned Chansey because everything conspires to make my life suck. Uh, first they ban the bunny, <laughs> then they unban the egg. Uh, we got Kingdra uh, down here. We get Slowbro down here. That's great. That's very good. You should keep an eye on Slowbro just teleporting away and healing. It's it's very good. They lost Kiram, and now he's kind of on the chopping block in OU, so I don't know yeah. why he was here for so long. They lost Skarmory again. And uh, Tyranitar, Tyranitar's back in OU, and so is Hatterene. They're doing a test. Uh, they are testing Lycanroc Dusk. So Skarmory went away, and that was the only thing that was really keeping uh, Lycanroc Dusk yeah. in check. It's, it's, other, it, it's got uh, dark and fighting and rock coverage and fire and ice coverage and electric and coverage and psychic and... Yeah, it's monstrous. All of them are boosted by Tough Claws, tough claws. too, which is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> just Uh-huh. It's probably gonna go. It's not Jirachi probably gonna go, but it's, like, Cinderace probably gonna go. It, it's the fact mm-hmm. of, like, uh, kind of, not, not exactly like Greninja, but it's, like, it can run four moves, and you have to be prepped for that exact moveset, otherwise it destroys your team. Yeah. And, and, and it's, like, it picks its counters, is it saying, like. Yeah. And if you have... Uh, an all-out attacker set, you have picked that to have weaknesses the rest of your team can shore up. Um, you, you, you're like, oh, I'm going to get walled out by this, so that my rest of the team is going to punish that hard to the point where it's it's just irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zarud is coming out there, and uh, it does well with future site abuse. Uh, makes Volt Turn Port, which I hate as an acronym, uh, it makes it really common. It eats Web's <laughs> teams alive, which are apparently on the rise. Uh, Chansey is not as omnipotent as people thought it would be. Uh, I give that until Lycanroc Dust gets banned before they have to reevaluate. Uh, Possible. And- One of its big hindrances is that it requires Eviolite, and people this gen have finally started figuring out run knockoff on freaking everything. Yeah. And also, that means it can't run boots 
So the whole stack hazards bit also just chips down Chansey way more than it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neuvern's up in S rank. I'm amazed it took this long for people to figure out that this thing is just what you need. It comes in, it clicks the kill button, and then it leaves. It can pivot. Its defensive utility is present, which for something this aggressive is great. It's it's, it's a good defogger too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can do anything you need. Was it one twenty one base B? Is that what it is, or is it like one two three? I believe one two three. Yeah, yeah. or right. maybe one twenty one. It's it's one twenty. I think something one two three sounds right. That's like it's that's, above one hundred and twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Plus having fast defog, fast offense, like being able to slap a specs on it. It's got that'll make up for its somewhat li- a little lower special attack, but it's still high. It's still up there, and it's just that's. With that speed and that power, it's just the. Mm-hmm. All right, and we've got we've got Clef Key on the rise because you know it's a spike setter, it's solid steel, and it stops the rude, and I hate it. It's the worst <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, not it's like also oh, speed it's control too. Yeah, no, it's got everything you need. It's got Thunder Wave. It's got Foul Play. It doesn't even need to invest in attack to kill your attackers. It's the worst thing, and it needs to go. <laughs> I don't mean banned from uh, UU. I mean it needs to get ejected out of an airlock. It's it, uh, skill it's type not won't the die. Imposter. It doesn't breathe. Yeah, I don't care. It can float it's there forever. Air, oxygen pack. I remember I had Klefki key rings. They're fun. <laughs> Klefki was the imposter. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was an electrical doing my tasks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop down to the next tier. What are you? What are you looking at? Are you right. So, Heracross got quick banned. All yeah. right, I, it kind of makes sense with just coverage and what it is. It's a Heracross. Heracross is still a strong mon. I'm surprised it's even aren't. It has RU spikes even. now too. Yeah, like I'm. I'm surprised it's even an RU. Like, uh, Torkoal got put down t- to RU. Uh, is, is Drought banned in RU? I don't recall. I don't believe it is. I believe so, you only start to hit the drought ban um, in like NU and below. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I guess they get a drought setter. Cool. Uh, Rotomo, a Raccoon, and a Sharpedo got moved up. Uh, yeah, Rotomo, they're all strong mons. Not sure what a Raccoon is doing in RU, but, like, Sharpedo can get out of hand. And it gets close combat now. It's, it's got, like, it, it makes sense. Like, they, they all mm-hmm. do decent things. Uh,. Galarian Slowbro now has a home that it can... It's got a place it can call home. With great coverage. Just beats fighting types. It's got... If you've got the quick claw, quick draw shenanigans. With good coverage. <laughs> like... We... we, we it, It's a fun mon. It's, it's, it's kind of a... It still gets flamethrower. It, yeah. Uh, it's still... It's disgusting. Even... With, especially with the quick claw, quick draw. Like yeah, 40. but even if you're going for a more serious set of nasty plot with regenerator, like it's still very good down there. Yeah, and just the like the percentage of getting the priority, forty one percent priority, and then what, yeah, 34% that's if you have quick draw to... and holding quick claw and quick claw, and it's like what thirty four percent not to trigger over two turns. Yeah, so, like that's that's disgusting. For, like forty one percent of the time, it works every time. Oh. For for an idea of this thing's coverage, it's got poison, fire, ice, psychic, ghost, and that's ju- uh, ghost water, and that's just on special with also grass <laughs> for grass knot. 
Uh, if you want to, because this thing has equal equivalent physical attacks, it's also got ground fighting. It's got oh, it's it's not good. <laughs> I mean, it is very good. It's just distressing how much it gets at once. Uh huh. Uh, also, in are you though? Uh, Verivian is still making people salty oh with the uh, being good either physically or specially, and it's just like he just blasts it and it works. You mm-hmm. throw in a team. People have all it. sorts of mean names for it. Yeah. Uh, we lost Torpedo, so we got the other Torpedo Fish, Barracuda. It's actually, <laughs> they do the same thing. Except Torpedo there are two the bar- There are two Torpedo Fish. This is yes. just yes. hitting me now. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they do the same thing. The only thing that Torpedo had was, I think it had a bit more attack, but less speed, but it got the speed boost. Yeah. So, like, they had the same coverage pretty much, too. Like, they both get close combat. They both got access to Poison Jab. They both get access to Crunch, Liquidate. Like, same moveset, just a slightly different ability and, like, stat distribution. Sharpedo uh, gets Flip Turn, right? Oh, uh, I believe it does. Yep. Also, Sharpedo had the workable special attack. I forgot about that. It's got, like, a 90. Oh, yeah, that, too. It's like, 80 or 90. 95, I think. Because it was, like, I remember back when, uh... Gen 3, Mon. Well, back when Megas were a thing, Harp- yeah. like, Hydro Pump Sharpedo was a thing. Special Sharpedo was like hidden even before fire. Megas. I remember I I remember oh, yeah, I ran Ice Beam on it yeah, just for I, giggles. Yeah, I remember that. There was a fun chat set with it. Um, but yeah, you also have Klefki here. Klefki's an RU. Woohoo! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So yeah, Klefki's here doing doing Klefki things. Um, Magnet Rise is being ran more a bit more here just for getting rid of ground. Uh, Rota Moza was uh I guess the best removal in RU. That's, that, that, it used to be, yeah. It well, it was, since it, but now it's gone. That's kind of unfortunate. But at least you got Torkoal as a spinner. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that thing took a tumble from... That was OU. It, like, that's how far it fell. Yeah. Just meta trends. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Uh, Sigilith is on the radar, because uh, people are people have some checks to it, but it's just... Uh, there's no real counterplay, minus Colossal and Spidef, Spidef Melodic, which... Kinda makes sense. I know Siglyph can do some janky things when it forgets you give it enough time. Yeah. It's hard to wall. You can't really ever stop it because it's it just sets up in front of you. It's got life orb boosted attacks that are coming off of a decent special attack, good speed. Yeah. It doesn't get worn down. Yeah. It's on the radar. It's probably gonna be looked at here soon. Um no time frame on that at all, of course, but it's definitely on the radar. Yeah. And now it's the Sigilyph on Oh, the spice rack is too good. I was going to say, Sitchliff only learns flying and psychic moves by level up, and it alternates between the two. But that's not a relevant fact. <laughs> I did not know that, actually. With how crazy its move pool could be, I didn't know that at all. But on the spice so- rack today, we've got a we've got a special spice. <laughs> oh, boy. We were, so we were talking about Slowbro earlier. So we've got a Quick Claw Quick Draw Slowbro with 244 HP... 252 attack and 12 speed, running adamant nature with shell side arm or poison jab if you don't want to take the risk. If you Drain don't want to live, you don't want <laughs> you don't want to live in the moment. Uh, you have that. You have drain punch. You have a uh, then headbutt or earthquake for OU or some other coverage move that you want, and then that little extra thing that makes the set all work is belly drum. So you just click belly drum, and then you just pray for priority <laughs> and murder. 
This is this is what exactly what we were referring to when we were like forty one percent of the time it works every, every single time. Yeah. Like I've seen replays where it, it procs either quick draw or quick claw eight turns in a row. Yeah. And a little spoiler, uh, it's stupid. This is on the team of the uh, team of the episode, and we were just yeah. playing around with it before. We were like, we were looking like, oh, we've just got this thing left, and they've got it with a hydragon. What do they have left? They have three mods, but like. If we get priority each all three times, we could win this. Uh-huh. It was a Hydragon, a Tentacruel, and a Slurpuff. Don't yeah. ask me why they were in OU, but yeah. those three were left. Like, and you could have... We could have won that fight. Yeah. That's the weirdest I, I, I thing. I think that the crit mattered, but even then it was like... If we, like... It was the fact that, oh, we have coverage for all three of these things. Yeah. And we could win <laughs> if we hit priority. That's such a weird feeling. Right? Uh, that's it for uh, RU. Yep, we'll hop down to the next one, and I'll take this one. We're in NU now, and a lot happened. Uh, one thing that they did at the 1st of September was they unbanned everything that was previously in a BL borderline status. So they brought down Tauros, Haunter, Turtonator, and Sigilith to NU. Those were all rebanned later on through council votes. So, to be clear, those came down, and Tauros, Haunter, Turtonator, and Sigilyph are all still banned in NU. Another ban took place that was Executor Alola. That one was banned. Uh, the other people from the BL area that came down and actually managed to stay, they weren't as big of an issue, are Vanillux, Vikavolt, Gallade, Kingler, Sneasel, and that's it. Um, just a note is that Drought is still banned. Um, just that didn't come down from the BL status or anything like that. That was determined somewhat recently to ban that. But just to be clear, that's still banned. The mods came down, but any additional rules were not undone. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, a couple things dropped from RU to NU and entered the tier. Those are Cincino, Drampa, Duraludon, Gastrodon for a little bit, Jellicent, and Pinkerchin. I imagine Gastrodon's not long for this world because it's catching on in OU. And two things left NU and went to RU just based on usage. Those are Golurk and Ditto. That's the update for there as far as tiering goes. Um couple things going on is that a lot of steals down there don't have a lot of recovery which paves the way for a lot of things kind of walking in and taking over there's a lot of fairies down here uh a couple a couple that dropped that we didn't mention before are whimsicott aromatis and ribombi so with steals that don't have a lot of recovery those are pretty dangerous another thing that absolutely loves steals not being able to heal themselves is frozmoth because that thing can snowball out of control rather quickly. And some other stuff. There's some cool physical sweeper checks now that dropped. There's Jellicent, Runa Regis, and Corsola Galarian. They're all all really solid physical sweeper stops. They actually have stealth rockers now that have dropped. Rhydon, Mudsdale, and... I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I see what you uh, did oh, there. Uh, well, you're talking about Runerigus? Like I don't. Yeah, see yeah I'm talking about Runerigus. Yes. Galarian Copagrigus. I don't see that. What are you talking about? I will not be fooled again. Are, are you trying to push some sort of agenda, Sus? Like I only see Runerigus <laughs> there. What are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Shemu I'm, and I were maybe I'm crazy. Doing your tasks. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, Rhydon, Mudsdale, and Rune Regis are all brand new stealth rockers down here. And with all this changing, like of all the tiers this month, and you took the biggest amount of changes, so there's a it's just chaos down there right now. So a lot of old staples are not as good. Skuntank and Rapidash, for example, are just not as good at the moment with all the other crazy things going on. As far as what's on the radar, though, there's a lot of consideration about Aurora Vale right now, especially with Vanillux coming back from being previously banned in the borderline area. There's a lot of talk about Aurora Vale being just almost impossible to stop, almost impossible to counter, especially because there's... As a reminder, you need hail going when you do Aurora Veil or else nothing happens. And there's no counter weather down here. So once hail is up, it's just kind of up. So it makes it very easy to set Aurora Veil kind of whenever you want to without any fear of interference. So there is precedent for a just straight Aurora Veil ban. That happened in Generation 7. And that's something that's being looked into as we approach Crown Tundra and all that madness that's guaranteed to hit. So that's just what's on the radar next for NU. And I mean, that's pretty much it. There's there's a lot of chaos going on there right now. So we can't really factor in trends at the moment because everything is just going way too fast. Like some of those most re- more recent bands happened a matter of days ago. So they're still recovering from that. There are no trends in unrelated data. That's That's where we're at. Exactly. Every everyone's still trying to figure anything out. So let's us. hop down to the final one, Linny, and take us away. Yeah, we've got two bands in the PU tier. We've got Clang Clang. We've got Buffalon. They needed to go. <laughs> yeah, they were fast. They hit you very hard, and there wasn't much you could do about it. Did they unban anything? No. Good. Uh, notable drops, you got Gorgeist, you got Lorantis, so now we've got some fat grasses again. That's fun. <laughs> nothing nothing really left. PU is one of those things where very rarely do people like go, you know what I really wanted to grab? Something from PU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once you but, make it here, you're kind of stuck here forever. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Clink and Buffalant were able to just crush their counters. And they were just, once they uh, wiped your, your check, there was nothing that could be done, and you just died. You just lost. Uh, another council vote, uh, another ban vote is happening on Saturday. Uh, they're looking at Lilligant mainly because the Lilligant checks are gone. Sap Sipper mm-hmm. and Buffalant with- being probably the bigger of the two. Yeah. That's a big one. And just a lot of things shifting at once. And I remember on a, on a previous Battlecast, we talked about this once, where a lot of people are just annoyed with Lilligant. It's not necessarily that it itself is broken, but the combination of factors on it, namely being able to sleep powder and then just fire off unboosted, un, um, rather, pedal dances that aren't confusion-inducing. Because it has it's, own tempo. Correct. Yeah, it's it's a little too much, it all in one piece. So, they're mm-hmm. they're it's always on the radar. Then the other one they're looking at is throw. Uh, it's got a suite of offensive abilities. It's chunky and it hits relatively hard. Kind of hard to beat it. Uh, Hatrim is isn't causing very much havoc, 
It's gone in viability. It's not even tuned anymore. It's just back in NFE. Uh, heat more use is crumbling now that Clink is banned. That's the only reason people were using it anyway. It's a heat more. It's got like no stat above 90. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't even have a signature move anymore. Nope. Lost that. Nope. It had it for a generation it was not obtainable in. Yep. Yeah. That's real That's real heat more for you. Feels heat more, man. Uh, mime and Rhyme usage are going to just rock it up because their uh, counters are gone. Uh, normal Gorgeist and large Gorgeist fell off. But, I mean, why would you just not use super and small? Just use super and small. Go yeah, on yeah. the extreme ends of these spectrums. Yeah, you don't go in the middle. You just go max HP, max speed, one or the other. Go big or go home. Right. And go home very quickly. Uh, that, <laughs> that brings us to the spice rack, and I, I do have uh, a spice. Um, this is an interesting thing. I did have to look up the interaction to make sure it was working the way I was intending it to, and it is, which is good. Uh, the ability I put on here is wrong, and we're just gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna fix that. I was that. about to say. What a, uh, no, that's right. So, we're gonna talk about something that's been sitting in A- viability, but I think is actually one of the better wall breakers in the tier, and that's Raboot. So... Libero is a thing that Raboot has, and it has a scarf, this Raboot. We're not going to be running Eviolite, and notably, we're not using Boots, which they tend to like Boots. It's a fire type. It's going to be, at least when it's switching in, so it's going to be taking that damage. So this team has, your team has to accommodate for this, but with a naughty nature, <laughs> uh, which is plus attack minus special defense, you only need... 40 points in speed with a choice scarf to outspeed Galarian Rapidash, which is the <laughs> fastest thing in tier that you need to outspeed. Everything that's like fast, you just you know that, that this isn't your answer for that. But this this outspeeds Galarian Rapidash after the choice scarf by one point, and that's all you need. Wow. <laughs> because those things are almost always running a boosting uh, a boosting. Uh, move. They're always like Swords Dance or Calm Mind, so they're not going to be scarfed. <laughs> so, up. With, yeah. Yeah, with 40 speed, 252 attack, that leaves you 216 points. Now, most people would put them into HP or a defense, but we've stuck it in special attack. <laughs> <laughs> we've got U-turn because this thing is still very fast and that, that'll deal nice chip and uh, scout very nicely you've got flare blitz because this thing doesn't get pyro ball so you gotta take what you can get you've got high jump kick uh to smack things that flare blitz is resisted by it whacks your steel types it whacks a lot of things uh and then we've got we've got the secret spice which is electro ball <laughs> <laughs> so because you oh outspeed my. things with your scarf and you have 216 points in special attack. Oh my gosh. This, this is the eats spiciest a lot of, thing I've seen. <laughs> this eats a lot of flying types. And if you do any chip to them, like you got your rocks or whatever, they just kind of die. <laughs> and it's not a calc that people are ready for. So check your calcs. If you're, if you're running into flying type issues... 
check your calcs and see if, if uh, Electro Ball 216 special attack choice card Raboot <laughs> is right for you. Oh my gosh, that's delightful. That's what Spice Rack is for, is things like this. That's fantastic. Uh, oh. Note, heavy ha- uh, side effects may include heavy hazard control being mandatory. <laughs> uh, it's it's not a it's a good set, but I wouldn't say it's a great set. Mm-hmm. And that's the tier. Right. Yeah, and that pretty much wraps up tier time. We're going to be right back, and we're going to dive into meme spice and anti-meta ideas with the kings of it right here. So we will be right back. And now for our main topic. And welcome back. We are here with the Meme Kings to discuss the spiciest habanero-level monstrosities and just general strategies behind making a meme, making the spicy stuff, going anti-meta. So what do you guys tend to do when you're thinking of what to do? Like if you're if you've decided, for instance, that you're going to be off the beaten path, how, what does your train of thought go? Uh, usually it's one of two things. It's either I look at a mon and I, like, see something it can do and I want to make it work, or I see a mon and it solves a problem. Like, mm-hmm. look at the move pool and, like, stats and stuff. Like, back in, I think I've talked about it before, too. Back in Gen 6 pre-bank, specific meta, uh, mm-hmm. we had megas running around for the first time. And Venus War was prevalent because sick fat. Like, oh, I'm neutral to two of my weaknesses. And, like, the only thing that hurt it were Flying and Psychic. And Flying was here and there. He had Talonflame and such, but it was just still, like, it wasn't just that. So, and the meta was very limited, because it's pre-bank, so you didn't have access to everything. He had, like, essentially whatever was in Kalos. Whatever was in X and Y. And, uh, this also the time where Quagsire was good. And then, again, even though it's, yeah, we're talking about Mega Venus Door being a prevalent threat, but mm-hmm. Quagsire being a viable, and it was weak to grass, it had a good partner in Miltank, which mm. could sap zipper. <laughs> and I don't remember the exact spread, but it was like, it was like split defenses, and like, even HP, or like max HP, or close to max HP, but it was milk drink, I believe it was heel bell, body slam, and then headbutt, which just flat <laughs> out countered Venusaur, because it could not, it could not to KO you, I think it was like, I don't remember how much it did, but it couldn't use Leech Seed, couldn't use Grass-type attacks, and you would come in on a Grass-type attack, you get the Sap Zipper boost, and then you then Headbutt, and essentially just like, you either just, you just do enough damage to murder him. Like, it was like a one-hit, it wasn't one-hit KO, but it was like a two-hit KO, where like, it, it, it did enough, and whatever you couldn't then Headbutt, you would just slap with Body Slam to paralyze it. Mm-hmm. As like, just stab, and it was just and it was an odd enough spread where you wouldn't normally calc it. And even then, Miltank's stats are surprisingly good. Like, I think. Isn't like, it super fast? It's, it's fast. Really it, fast. It's fast, and it's like physically bulky for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the stats real quick, hopefully. So, so while he's, uh, pulling that up. I got it right base? here. <laughs> okay. What is it? What is so it? We got, so you got 95 HP. So it's like, oh, it's not, wow. it's not, not bad, but not great. It's, it's good enough. 80 attack, same sort of scenario. It's like, yeah, it's not good on its own, but giving it a boost is enough to make it a It's threat. like a Talonflame. Yeah. Yeah. 105 defense. 
That right there is... What? You don't... Yeah. Most like it's 105 base defense. That's... You don't really need to invest in it, but if you did, it's a good... It's a decent physical wall. With a tolerable, yeah. like, HP. Special attack, it's 40. We don't care about that. Special defense of 70. Workable. Usable. Some investment will allow it to take some good hits. And then 100 base speed. Wow. So, yeah. it's just... It's Dasper's not bad, and it gets good coverage, especially now with tutors and stuff. Back then, it was kind of hard, because you didn't really have access to all that. So you had to go pretty mm-hmm. much based off of, like, level tutor, egg moves, stuff like that. But it's just, it got needed. It's, it's surprising. It's a good mod. It's just that like, nowadays, like, an OU would get outclassed. It was just the fact of the matter that pre-bank OU in was a very limited spe- format. In, yeah, in, so in that options. specific space, yeah. it solved a problem. Yeah, um, and in that specific team, too. That mm-hmm. was another factor. Yeah, it, it worked very well with Quagsire, which was a thing with Unaware. You wanted to have an Unaware mod with Haze because Setup was just what Setup was running rampant during that time, too. And having mm-hmm. an Unaware mod that just kind of nullified it completely, it's, it was strong. So a, 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 a more recent example of it would be Shamu and I in our draft team. Not the last week, which was its own thing, but we, <laughs> we often had things that were just not what you'd expect because we, we would look at our, our team and look at the opponent's team and we would go, what are our blocks? Like, what can we not deal with? And when you, when you start approaching things from a problem first mindset, you can sometimes see different, res, you know, different answers that other people might not be considering. So instead of going, what, what can't Toxapex wall, uh, a way that you're going to get something spicy out of it is my team is having a problem with Toxapex and this, or or I uh, this kind of coverage is what I would need. When you start to understand what you're looking for, sometimes the meta just does not give you a solid answer. And that's when you need to go off book. You need to start making something that you, you need to make the sauce yourself. There are <laughs> enough Pokemon in the game there's probably something that can do what you need. The question is if it's known for doing it. Yeah. And the, and if you look at other spreads to a degree, like you'll see random like 12s or 16 or random numbers. Those are there for a reason and it's most likely to do something. When you when you when you look at a spread and you just see like something jank, like kind of, not jank exactly, but like the colossal earlier. It had like mm-hmm. one step. What was this spread exactly? It was like one seventy six about defense, and it was just everywhere. Yeah, it's like you, the eight attack to do yeah. a specific thing that I don't know. Yeah, it was, like, was right. one eighty yeah. defense and seventy two special defense. Those are there for a reason. It's not just that's just not standard exactly. Like, well, Ferrothorn had a standard one for a while, but it was like when you see those it was built off of knowns. Yeah, it's just when you see those on a certain set. You know that's made for something, mm-hmm. right? There, there's something. I mean, it's and doing. as <laughs> as far as memes, that that encompasses a whole lot of things. Kind of like what you guys were touching on. It could be an entire Pokemon, like Shamu said, with Miltank. It could be other things, like a specific move, a specific coverage move, like the Electro Ball reboot that Linian was talking about. Or it could be your spread. It could be your EV spread. We're going to talk about a really weird Dragapult in. Um, in the team that's built to be KO'd by a very specific threat. And that's its meme potential. That's what makes it a meme a little bit, but it's a good one. It has a reason for doing that. Yeah. Another one the, I even, I discovered recently was Slurpuff. 
which is I've, I've been playing around with a lot in a it's summer league. If people fought me in the, in the gym challenge, they would have seen it. I think at the middle tier, in the mm-hmm. suicide lead, slurp off. You run wow. you run thash with a burden, and sticky web. Oh, so essentially, turn okay. one, you either do one of two things: you run, you click sticky web, or you click endeavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're feeling really spicy. You click endeavor, and then focus. And if you Essentially, I, I've refined it now, so you essentially have no HP investment. You just run, like, zero IVs and everything except for, like, speed and special attack. Like, wow. zero IVs and just, you want to make sure you get brought down to your sash. Then, like, you get Endeavor. They, you get hit, trigger your sash, you hit them with the Endeavor, they're down to your level. Once your sash is used, your Burden kicks in, doubling your speed, mm-hmm. and you either finish them off, click webs... Or, uh, if, like, you kill the first thing and something else comes in, you either click Endeavor again, or if you really want, you can just click Misty Explosion and just off yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was the main idea of it, like, oh, I can just use Misty Explosion and just kind of, like, boom. Same, same concept as Hatterene, too, you can do, um, I think it was, it might be on a team of the episode, Trick Room Hatterene, with Misty Explosion, and Sash. So turn one, you Trick Room, you get knocked down to your wow. Sash, and you just off yourself with... Misty Explosion, so you can get a free switch mm-hmm. with three turns wow. of trick room. Like, what I thought Misty Explosion, that was the first thing I came up with, was that Hatterene. The concept, like, because that's one thing Trick Room always wants, the free way to get something in. Yeah. And Hatterene with, what, base 128-something special attack, like, over, like, 100 special attack. Misty Explosion's gonna hit something hard. And worst case, uh-huh. you have a special sweeper in Trick Room. Yep. And I mean, that's what Bronzong did, too. Yep, Explosion exactly. with either screens or Bronzong Trick Room. did it, and same thing with Carbank at a point. Yep. Um, I, I think when when people are talking about memes and things, I think there's this idea that, like, if I pick something that's off-meta and crazy, then I'm going to get wins because people aren't going to know what to do. And that's true to a point. Yeah. Uh, if people don't know what you're going to do, they might not make good predictions or they might get surprised by a calc that they didn't do. Because, you know, when was the last time you did a calc on... I don't know. The rabbit, exactly. You're saying. The rabbit. did you ever do like, an Electro Ball rabbit calc on your swan? Not, well, swan would die probably anyways, but even then, you know what I'm saying. Like, when yeah, would you ever like, think yeah. of that? You, you, don't, you don't think of that often. <laughs> so you, you end up in the situation of getting someone by surprise, but things are meta because they work. Things do not get put to meta because they are, like, arbitrarily chosen. It's things that have, through multiple attempts at Spice found such consistency that they they are going to work you can't win just because you're off meta you have to be able to do something and do it well or at the very least do something so specific it could not be done otherwise just picking things that other people don't know how to expect is not going to win you more games than picking a conventional strategy you need to you need to balance the two you can't just eat peppers and live on spice. Because I think that was uh, kind of the situation that happened with Hatram. Because I assume it was doing something. It was it was making a scene in what was this? Pu and you. Yeah, P-U. it was just being annoying. And, but that's after pretty much all it was. After time, people found out how to get rid of it and how to yeah. deal with it. And then no, it's like most memes will pop up for a while and they either stick or they fall off after people have figured out counterplay. Yep. Like it's just that's how it is. It happens in OU all the time. 
the, where all of a sudden a meme becomes known, becomes relevant, and then starts to fall off. An example I can think of is sub-disabled Dragapult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of what made it good is its surprise value. So uh, when people started being able to see through the disable and kind of could plan around it, like, it used to be able to break Clefable, but then the Clefable would hit protect, before, which goes before your disable, so it would disable the protect, not the moonblast like you wanted. People would know that just looking at the Dragapult. It would no longer be as good, so the spice value starts to decline. Yeah. Uh, a, a notable drop-off in spice power is if you're playing something that isn't best of one. Uh, yeah. A lot of times your yeah. your spice works because they can't see it coming. Uh, they're expecting something else or they don't know what to expect. The moment they have that prior information... It's you're going to see incredibly diminishing returns, you're, and you're more likely to see that type of stuff in battle spot singles. To be honest, like generally, mm-hmm. that's the sort of meta that encourages to bring spice and memes and stuff like that. It's not you'll see it in OU and like Smogon ladders and stuff. Like you'll see it in those tiers here and there, but it generally, you're, if you're playing battle spot singles, expect some sort of spice every couple of matches or something. Like it's just someone's going to bring something. Yeah. Like Pachirisu level type stuff. Yeah, and the thing with the Pachirisu is like, it it wasn't like it's a good mod. It was the fact that again, it was kind of like the mill tank. It it countered the meta. It, it did what it needed to do yep. in that meta, and it supported everything perfectly. Like that's why it won. It's because it was a pure. It was like um Mega Arduino. Like um, there's more TCG. Yep, than the- that and TCG because they both kind of countered the meta. Like yeah, you'll see that in trading like card in games a sense. Too. In a sense, this applies to pretty much all aspects of the Pokemon franchise. The video game, the, the trading card game, yeah. official tournaments, Smogon tournaments. Like You can apply this to a lot of different things. It's like why, like, and I guess card games too, like rogue decks are a thing. Because, like, they will have certain matchups that are good against certain ones that are bad. But, like, if there's a meta of, like, this one deck, this thing could be good because everyone's playing this deck. Right. You have to know the meta and you have to be familiar with the meta to then be able to take advantage of it with your particular set of spices that you have or want to use so it's it's less about just like oh cool this randomly works and more like you carefully plucked out this like linian with the 40 speed on the reboot to outspeed exactly this one thing he did work on that he didn't just say reboot's cool i'm gonna throw a scarf on it and go to town it's it's knowing what you have to get done bad example um uh <laughs> it, it was me going wow Raboot. i feel like could be used i think it, it was more i felt Raboot was underutilized because it's aim it's a minus viability it's not an unknown right but right. everyone was was so afraid of rocks and boots it, it, it so afraid of rocks and, and so used to boots the the, the question became what's the minimum amount of speed investment that i can use and get away with the scarf and mm-hmm. then I looked at my, you know, the first thing I did when I started building this is I looked at my S, the, the S tier viability and I went, what do I have to deal with? What is, what is going to stop this spice from working and how do I get rid of it? And it turns out 40 speed was all I needed to get rid of my biggest problems. And then from there, field was open. Yeah. It comes out to doing enough prep and research beforehand to, to a degree. Like sometimes if you just know the meta, you can get away with just slapping them together that, cause you know the meta. Then sometimes you have to like look at certain things and pick again, like as you were doing the bad boot, you you picked a thing, you made you figured out how to make it work. You built around it. And again, like you either build around it or you build it to counter a specific threat. Or a specific sort of like 
concept or a, a, a mod, a type, a strategy, a playstyle. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it comes down to when you're, when you're making a meme build, you, it's, it's, it may be a joke, but they're incredibly specialized. Like, yeah. again, with the stat spreads, you see a stat spread like that, like, you know it's doing something. It may be just, it may look like a meme on the surface, but like, someone took time to make it do something specific, even if that thing is just like, going and taking a hit and then dying. Mm-hmm. Like, that they're, they're putting effort into making it do something jank. Like, it may be jank, but it's, it's effort. It's, it takes time and takes research and it takes knowledge of like, what's going on in that meta. What, what does this team do? What does this mod do? In the like, great cutlery of Pokemon, spice is the crab fork. You don't need it every day. Most <laughs> meals, you do not need a crab fork. But sometimes, there's a crab, and you need to eat the crab. But your conventional OU fork and knife just do not work well on crab. So you grab the crab fork. That is that is how you need to approach approach memes. I think we need to say the thumbnail for this needs to be a crab with a pepper on it. <laughs> we gotta give it a I think knife. we figured out the thumbnail organically. Perfect. Can, can, we, can we make this up? Oh, can we make the thumbnail a gif? <laughs> I can't wait. That would be too good. <laughs> can it just be the crab oh. walking into the the pot boiling? Crab the falling. Boiling oh my gosh, that one! Yeah. <laughs> Get a freeze frame of that, and then just put a pepper on its face, and just call it a day. <laughs> Perfect. We figured it out, everybody. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's that's the thing with the thing with memes. Like, kind of like I said, you've got to know your audience in a sense, both doing it and everything else. That's what makes it anti-meta. It's not off-meta per se. It's anti-meta. You yeah. are doing it to break something, like, to mess with something. Yeah, a lot of anti-meta is really just like I'm bored of playing the meta. I want to play something that works against the meta too. It's like heck yeah. It's when he's playing, see someone playing off meta, it's generally either, it's one of those two things. I just took the team from somewhere, or it's like, I built my off, I, I built my rogue. Like, it's, it's, it's very much specialized, is what it's, it's mm-hmm. very like, too, it's, it's very fine tuned to a degree. Like. Right. So. <clears throat> and I think that's a pretty good summary of just kind of, how to meme, how to spice, how to anti-meta. You can't go too hard into it. Like, be careful with memeing and all that kind of stuff. Because you still have to, at the end of the day, make a team or a deck or whatever for mm-hmm. what you're playing. And it still has to work on its own. Yeah. Please meme just, responsibly. Yeah. Please and, meme responsibly. Just a tip, too. If you're ever trying to build something like this, don't throw, like, five meme mods on a team. Try, like, one at mm-hmm. a time and then go from there. Like... Build, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how building, some, like, when you want to build around a Pokemon, you don't, like, throw five Pokemon on a team and you add that, like, last lot to build, to fix it all. Like, you generally take a mod and you make things that work with that mod. It's the same thing with a meme. You don't, don't slap three memes on a team because the next thing you know, everything else is just unstable. You'll There's get whole... picked apart by something conventional. Yeah. Like, start with one at a time. If you're going to do something like that, like, I want to build Regirock. I want to play with Regirock and OU. You, you build around Regirock. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. you don't just slap that Regirock, one might not Regis be hard. <laughs> no, that one might not be hard either. It's it's just the fact of the matter. Like I'm gonna throw all three Reggie down a team and then just make it. It's not just gonna work off automatically. Like mm-hmm. right, it's most likely gonna fail. But it's just the fact that yeah, just just try one. Or Shifu's gonna eat you one at a time. Yeah. 
I just realized that now the Regis aren't all weak to fighting. Now that there's the two. I, I really hope that, like, I, I might actually do Regi, Regi uh, Summer League next year. <laughs> I, like, what have we done? I might just, I might oh. just pull the uh, co-commissioner and just like, I'm doing this. You can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm saying is it's got iron defense and it's got body press if the data oh. mines to be believed so Regirock might Regirock doesn't care you just run assault vest oh no assault vest body press doesn't sound bad either assault vest with drain punch I too. hate this this is memeing at, this is live memeing folks <laughs> <laughs> this is how Chocolate it goes. Chunk will rule the meta. Body press stack attacker. That well, act- yeah, that one scary. we know. And then you just get Moxie, but defense, and that's gross. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm excited <laughs> well, we, for we should, Crown well, we Tundra. We should have a, another memeing episode once Crown kind of Tundra comes out, or like a, a, oh, yeah. a little mini spice, a, a mini spice episode. <laughs> we should get Absolutely. a stream together where it's just Battle of the Idiots. Well, oh, uh, <laughs> we can have a, we can just have a stream of like looking through Crown Tundra mods and just making like spice rack sets. Absolutely, like a live building yeah, thing. That yeah, that could be the episode mod, like, one month. We could do this. That sounds fun. <laughs> that does sound fun. Who knows? Maybe that'll be like December after Crown Tundra's out or something like that, or January. All right, we're... folks, if we hit $1,000 on Patreon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, none of that. That's just more if we hit 2021, really. That's the real question mark here. Oh, oh. If, if oh. we hit $2,000 on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, get to 2020 for 2020. Hey. But, but we're going to go ahead and wrap up the topic here. We've talked a little bit about memeing, and you've gotten a little bit of a glimpse in how we plan for battle casts in the future. So we will be right back with the meme of the episode. And now for the flavor of the month. And we are back with the meme of the episode, not team, definitely meme of the episode. We've made a lot of hints of what's in this team, so we're just going to dive right in. Start us off, Linian. All right. First Pokemon in our team. Review. We've got <laughs> Sl- We've got Slowbro, Galarian. It's got a quick claw. It's got a quick draw. And you better watch out, because it's a dick. Um, yeah. It's got 212 HP. It's got 252 attack. Adamant. Because just because Slowbro's normally a special attacker, it also gets moves that make that less relevant. It's got 44 speed to outspeed those other pesky Galarian Slowbros that are all sorts of terrible. Uh, it's got Belly Drum. <laughs> I can't wait for the quick draw to trigger so you definitely get the Belly Drum off to die. That has happened a couple times. <laughs> You've got Shell Sidearm. You could use Poison Jab if you're a coward, uh, as well as Earthquake and Drain Punch. So here's the thing. It's not what I would consider consistent. Uh, At all. But when you get the Belly Drum off, you can one-hit KO pretty much anything. Except, like, Sash and Sturdy, I I guess. I think 41% priority is consistent, right? 
Like that, yeah, that yeah, coin flip every attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Consistent. We're running focus plus anyway. It's already better chance than that. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, you've got your shell side arm. One fun fact is, if for some reason your opponent has plus six defense, your shell side arm will go special for you. It'll always It'll maximize ha- the damage, at least. So that's yeah, a plus, so I guess. It's it's a plus, but you're going to get it for poison. Again, poison jab's probably better because of the higher poison chance, but you're way more weak to imprison, so totally evens out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have Rillaboom with a grassy seed because uh, we're doing a, a acrobatics set here. We've got Adamant Nature, and if I have to tell you the EVs, I'm you sorry. You Rillaboom do. Uh, it's got Swords Dance. It's got Acrobatics. It's got Knock Off. And again, if I have to fill in that last move slot, <laughs> you can catch the main show every na- uh, every week, uh, Monday. Yeah. At, uh, so it comes in, it uses seed, it beats the ever-living crap out of whatever's in front of it, and then it goes home to its four kids and its wife, Deborah. <laughs> oh, it's boy. a monkey. The- I don't know what you want from it. Yeah, the acrobatics is a little bit spicy here because the team can kind of have a little bit of trouble with Amoongus if it keeps bouncing around. So that really takes care of it quickly, as well as catching a Volcarona or another Rillaboom, even. So it's pretty good. All mm. right. So then we have a Grimmsnarl with Light Clay, Prankster, max HP for attack, 252 speed, Jolly Nature. You want to make sure you, you're going fast. And uh, it... We're already running Light Clay and Prankster. So you're running... Oh, yeah, you're running Reflecting Light Screen. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a double check just in case it was something spicy. Uh, <laughs> and then you have Taunt and Spirit Break. So it's 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 the spiciest thing we have here. Everything is non-standard. It, 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 it's just a generic Grimstarl. I can't put up the facade yeah. on that. Uh, the, the only thing maybe non-standard about this is the EV spread, where a lot of them run a lot of attack yeah. so that that Spirit Break does more, because why not? Yeah. Here, you want to be able, with all the sweepers we've got on this, you want to be able to set up screens multiple times if you can. You, you, want, and, you want your screens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you might be able to survive to set them a second time. You also go max speed so you can have the maximum odds to speed tie or outrun opposing Grim Snarl. So, yeah. yeah the, all you it. can really do to them is just either screens or spirit breaks, though. So... Mm-hmm. Or taunt. Or taunt no, them out you, of their screens. You can't. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, wait, you can't. dark, right? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> Seth you, and I both did it and immediately realized our mistake. Yeah. Yep, I, I, I'm so dumb. Like, you're essentially just doing it to be able to put them up faster in case it's a priority. But again, you, it's, it's just bulky off. It's bulky speed. You're not trying to do damage. You're just trying to get your screens up and you're trying to taunt stuff. Yep. Yeah, uh, you will get a free turn when your opponent forgets the prankster change. It's fine. <laughs> like we did. Uh, Dumb. And then we have Sa- Focus Sash Excadrill with Mold Breaker. Uh, max attack, max speed, four special attack, naive nature. That 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 seems a bit off. Hmm. Uh, so we have Stealth Rock, Rapid Spin. Both make sense. You're setting up your hazards. You're getting rid of hazards if need be. You have high horsepower because we have grassy third, or we have grassy terrain. We don't want to run earthquake because that'll make it weaker. So we run high horsepower instead for our ground stab, and then we run steel beam to prevent defog, or to prevent opposing defog and rapid spin. So you essentially set up your rocks, they set up theirs. You either 
Especially then, Steel Beam, that they can't actually hit you with Rapidfin or Defog so your rocks stay up. Exactly. If you KO yourself with Steel Beam before they spin or Defog, it fails. So your hazards stay up. Because they technically have no That's target. the whole gimmick. Because that attack actually has to connect for that effect to work of clearing the right. Spirit Surge does not exist. Hmm. So that's, that's a fun meme set there. It's a bit spicy. Mm-hmm. A little bit. People, I love that set. It's really neat. And, you know, sometimes special does more damage. Like, if if the opposing Grimmsnarl set up Reflect on your Excadrill, Steel Beam it. They won't expect that. <laughs> and a, they don't have their light screen up. It's got enough Bathe Power to hurt, too. Like, it, it's... Yeah. 100, what, 140 base power? It's like, and you're getting stabbed? I think 130. Is it 130? Either way, it's above, I think 130. It's above 120. That's what matters. And it's yeah. still like, that's still, with stab too, that's, even if they aren't, that can be scary on some things. That could hurt a cleft for a decent chunk. Yep. So, it's not the Absolutely. worst option to have. And then we've got two final Pokemon that are just kind of either breakdown sweepers or cleanup sweepers. We're starting off with Komo-O with a fun set here it's got throat spray as its item the ability you can go back and forth on i picked soundproof for this one uh just because toxicity is taking off and soundproof will make you basically immune to it which is awesome the evs are four attack 252 special attack 252 speed with a naive nature and the moves are clangorous soul clanging scales flamethrower and Drain Punch. The idea is you do the Clangorous Soul in order to crank up all your stats, get that Omni Boost. And because Clangorous Soul is apparently a sound move, Throat Spray activates, giving you another boost to your special attack, meaning you've doubled that in one turn, as well as all the other stat boosts, the attack, the defense, the speed, the special attack, and the special defense, all of it, all of it's boosted. So you start going to town with Clanging Scales and Flamethrower and heal yourself up with Drain Punch. That's the combo. And I think if I remember right, a little too, bit of a uh, clanging skills is also a sound based move. So if like someone else has uh someone else that is correct, is, yeah. So, so you counter other combo, but then you also get countered by other soundproof combo to a degree. Even then, it's- that is correct. You've got to watch out for those. And finally, we have a Mimi Dragapult with a Life Orb. The ability is Clear Body. You can switch this out for Infiltrator if you want to. I picked Clear Body because our hazard removal is unreliable at best, and if Sticky Webs comes up, that's going to be a problem. Also Intimidate randomly. I mean, whatever, but Clear Body's okay. Maybe after you can do Infiltrator. Tundra might be more relevant for Intimidate. Yeah, exactly. The EVs are 8 HP, 248 attack, 252 speed with a naughty nature the 8 hp are so you hit a life orb number which is just a number that ends in nine it minimizes the damage of life orbs so you can actually use it 11 times with no other factors instead of 10 and KOing yourself just fun fact the naughty nature and seven special defense ivs this is very very specific for one pokemon in particular which i'll get to when i get to the last move the moves are dragon dance Dragon Darts, Phantom Force, and finally the meme of the set, Grudge. Which, for those at home who don't remember, Grudge's effect is if you are knocked out by an opponent's attack, that attack's power points drop to zero. It's, completely gone. It's like, it's like Spite on steroids. Yeah, it's like it's Super like Spite. bad Destiny Bond. Yeah. Unless 
a specific Pokemon only really uses one offensive move, which this is EV'd to be KO'd from 100% by a uninvested Clefable's Moonblast. If Clefable does not have Moonblast power points anymore, it can't stop Komo'o or several other things on the team. Like, it, the Slowbro kind of absorbs it because of the poison typing, but you also just neuter a Clefable completely, which... Like I said, it's really good for the Komo'o because it can't stop it anymore. It can't counter it anymore. You could probably get multiple Clangor Souls off somehow. Uh-huh, if you really want to go crazy. But since Komo'o's moveset is Drain Punch, Flamethrower, and Clanging Scales, it's it's going to have a problem with a Clefable because it, it's only real good oh, move yeah, is no, Flamethrower. No, it's just like, you could possibly get multiple off and then get some health back, kind of. It's not, yeah. don't, don't, don't really recommend it, but it, it could happen. Mm-hmm. It's it, a chance. Exactly. Yeah, and the other thing is it's really good against Sucker Punches, too. It really kind of plays mind games with Sucker Punch, so that you can't they can't use that on, like, Slowbro Galar, which we're depending on that priority for Slowbro to work, and if it if all of a sudden all their Sucker Punch power points are gone, they can't outspeed the Slowbro in a priority what war. What a sentence. I know. What a sentence. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's 2020, folks. But yeah, they can't outrun the Slowbro with the priority battle, and Slowbro just goes before it. End of sentence. So it's kind of a neat thing, kind of a weird thing, but it's it's kind of hitting the ladder, and it's really fun. So yeah, that's the team. It's kind of it's pretty much built around Slowbro Galar. Let's be real; it's a hyper offense team around a belly drum, forty one percent chance of priority sweeper, and it's hilarious the amount of forfeits that you get when you get a quick claw or a quick draw proc eight turns in a row. Hilarious. Ugh. So yeah, we hope you've enjoyed our show. We hope you've enjoyed the memes that we've talked about, as well as just coming up with your own on your own time for your own battles, for your own even trading card game decks like Shamu and I mentioned, and. We will catch you guys next time. If you like what you hear here, there are other shows that you can pay attention to. There's one that's co-hosted by, not co-hosted, actually hosted by one of the people here, Linian. Tell us about Game Corner. Game Corner is the place where I don't have to keep looking things up on Serebii to quote the stats, because I do that in advance. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a place where we get to play all sorts of fun trivia games, and I can make fun of other people for not knowing that Sigilif learns alternating flying and psychic-type moves and nothing else. Yeah, uh, it's fun. Pretty much. It's a grand <laughs> old time. He, that's one of the shows here on the Puckle Plus feed. The other one is the TCG cast, hosted by our very own Basket, who often has other people on, like Shamu and myself occasionally, and other good voices like good old Jushiro and such. Very knowledgeable of the TCG. Other than that, though, there is the main Puckle feed. You can catch us every Monday. And that's a weekly show, unlike ours, which is monthly. And there's other ways to support the show as well. If you like chatting with people about Pokemon, come to the Discord. There is a link in the description below. And that's where everything happens. That's where the tournament happens. That's where you can hang out with us just on a regular basis. And chat with us about your memes and get meme advice. It's a great old time. People post their sets in those threads all the time in order to get advice and ideas or partner things like that. It's a good old time and we all kind of put our thinking caps on together as a community. It's great. You can also support us monetarily by donating to Patreon. It's part of what makes our voices sound so beautiful. 
because we can actually have good microphones instead of going off of like, I don't know, a phone or something silly like that. But keeps us sounding nice for you guys and it goes right back into building the community that you guys know and love. And that's pretty much everything. You can follow our socials, Twitter, Facebook. I keep saying that's pretty much everything and then I lied. But follow us on Twitter, Facebook to find out what's happening when the next cool thing is going on in the community. And I think that's really all this time. I have been Seth Vilo. I've been Shamu. And I've been out of my mind. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next month and hopefully we'll have a little bit more information about Crown Tundra, but who knows? We may not. We'll see you guys in October. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.